Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the podcast from P-Town. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, it's nice here, we're finally getting some rain, which is very much needed. So, I usually don't like like the rain, but um, right now, I'm really glad that we're actually getting some rain and we're not getting the thunder and lightning with it, which we usually end up getting in the summertime, which then just starts more fires. So, let's... Uh, take a look at some of the news stuff really quick it looks like the old uh coronavirus is raising its ugly head again it this new delta variant is causing a bunch of people to go back to their mask mandates and even people that are vaccinated they're saying are supposed to be wearing masks uh indoors or i guess it says in certain indoor areas or something like that and it makes me wonder if they're going to now they're going to try to push another vaccine for this Delta variant, which I don't really I haven't really studied it that much. I'm not exactly sure what has happened, if the virus has morphed into a different strain or something like that, or maybe even the vaccination that people have been getting isn't going to work against this one at all. And I know people that are close to me that have gotten the first got the vaccination and have uh, st- still gotten COVID. I have know people that have gotten the vaccination and are having some really weird side effects from it. So hopefully this is all going to be over with before too long and um, people, we can all get back to our normal lives. But right now it looks like its numbers are spiking again, which isn't really good to see. Um, and as everybody knows, I got COVID and it I ended up getting over it. There was a little bit of uh, lasting side effects where it's kind of hard to catch my breath if I was exerting myself or something like that. So I just tried to not do anything exerting myself for a while. And my wife can attest to that. Spent some time on the couch. Told her I'm just going to sit here because I don't want to overdo it. And she just needs to be conscious of my health. Other than that, the Olympics are going on. And the Americans, it doesn't seem like we're doing all that great in the Olympics this year. I'm sure things will pick up after a bit, but there have been some pretty good struggles lately. The basketball, the men's basketball team lost their first game, I think, eh, that they've lost in the last 25 years or something like that. And then the women's gymnastics got a silver medal, which was the first time in, I don't know, quite a few years. Or, well, I guess they were going for a three-peat or something this year is what they were saying, and they end up getting a silver medal. And I really feel bad for that Simone uh, Biles gal. She's an excellent gymnast, but it does really seem like she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders at such a young age, and everybody's expecting her to do really well. And then they weren't counting some of her scores in the gymnastics or something because the stuff that she was, the routines that she was doing or something like that was too hard. So maybe before too long, the Olympics will just end up where everybody gets a participation trophy and then we can all just, uh, you know, run that through for about three days and then everybody goes back to doing what they were doing before. So I don't know. It's kind of sad to see her. uh, She pulled out of the women's gymnastics right after the vaulting and it really did look like she was kind of uneasy going into that and uh, wasn't really real confident in herself. But hopefully whatever she's got going on, she can uh, get it figured out, get some help, and move on. But this week, getting back into the regular scheduled programming, this week we're going to be talking about Alabama, which is it's the next verse in the song, or the next words in the song. But it's actually, what it's referring to on that part, it's called the 
Montgomery or the Alabama bus boycott. And this was a deal that took place from December 5th, 1955 to December 20th, 1955. So the time before this and even during this time and afterwards, it was a horrible time in the U.S. history. There were Jim Crow laws and other different laws that created racial segregation within the United States. And we've covered that a lot with some of like the um, baseball players that we've talked about and things like that. But because of these laws, one of them uh, stated that African-Americans were forced to ride in the back of the buses. The first 10 seats on the buses were reserved for white people. The blacks had to sit in the back 10 seats. And then the 16 middle seats were kind of up for grabs. But they made it illegal for white and black people to sit beside each other, which I I don't even know where the mindset came from for this type of segregation. And it just blows me away. But anyhow, the drivers, they would also take advantage of the black passengers who the um, African-American passengers on the buses, they made up about 70% or 75% of their clientele. But the drivers, they would shortchange them or they'd even leave them stranded after collecting their fares. They'd have the black people pay for their fares and then they wouldn't let them on the bus or something like that and they'd just take off. So although the boycott, it occurred the Monday after Rosa Parks uh, refused to give up her seat, there were other events before this that had kind of started setting all, this all in motion. Uh, one of them, there was the rape of a gal by the name of Reese Taylor. And this actually happened 10 years before the boycott. But this lady was raped by six white men in Alabama. And Rosa Parks and some others had set up a defense for her, but they failed to get justice for her, as many of those things uh, happened back in those days. Then in 1946, there was the Morgan versus Virginia lawsuit where the NAACP, they actually won a victory saying that segregated, segregated bus lines violated the Commerce Clause. But, um, and so that was actually one, a lawsuit that they had won in Virginia. But in the South, the buses held on to the old Jim Crow laws and they continued their segregation. Uh, there was the Baton Rouge bus boycott that had uh, taken place and a few other events that would also basically lead up to this boiling point. You know, the things, although some of this stuff was happening years and years before, it just kind of kept mounting and mounting and mounting on it. Then along came Rosa Parks, and she was a seamstress by profession and a badass by personality. She was sitting in the frontmost row that the black people, or the, front, the farthest row forward that black people were allowed to sit in. And the bus driver, who she already had a history with this guy, told all the people in her row to move to the back because a white man had boarded the bus. And everyone in her room moved, but she ended up staying seated there. And so she ended up getting arrested for failing to follow the bus driver's orders. And so the night that she got arrested, the Women's Political Council rode up and began distributing the following flyer, which reads, Another woman has been arrested and thrown in jail because she refused to get up out of her seat on the bus for a white person to sit down. It is the second time since the Claudette Colvin case that a Negro woman was being arrested for the same thing. This has to be stopped. Negroes have rights too. For if Negroes did not ride the buses, they could not operate. Three-fourths of the riders are Negro, yet we are arrested. Or we have to stand over the empty seats. If we do not do something to stop these arrests, they will continue. The next time it may be you or your daughter or mother. This women's case will come up on Monday. 
We are therefore asking every Negro to stay off the buses Monday in protest of the arrest and trial. Don't ride the buses to work to work, to town, to school, or anywhere on Monday. You can afford to stay out of school for one day if you have no other way to get there except by the bus. You can also afford to stay out of town for one day if you <clears throat> if you work or take a cab or walk. But please, children and grown-ups, don't ride the bus at all on Monday. Please stay off all buses on Monday. And so they distributed these flyers all over all over the town there, and we're trying to get the word out. And they came away from this whole, um, they'd actually talked to some of the, uh, the city council or something, and they came away from this with basically three things that they wanted. One, they wanted courteous treatment by bus operators. They wanted passengers seated on a first-come, first-served basis with black people seated in the back half and white people seated in the front half. And third, they wanted black people would be employed as bus operators on routes predominantly taken by black people. So it wasn't real outrageous claims that they were or stuff that they were wanting so this actually is to, a toned down version of what they wanted but uh or what they had originally come up with but they all agreed that these would be something that the city would accept there were some other stuff that people were asking for but they were kind of outlandish and whatnot and they knew that the city would never go to it so they kind of toned this down to things that they thought the city would accept so on december 5th they began the boycott and this actually drew the attention of the FBI, who began trying to find uh, derogatory information against Martin Luther King, because he was involved in this as well. Which, as a side note, it seems... Did you ever notice that all large cities have a Martin Luther King Boulevard or, or Martin Luther King Street or something like this? It always seems to be in a bad area, which isn't what he stood for at all. They should probably rename those streets to, like, Malcolm X Street or something like that. But yeah, the FBI was going back and uh, trying to find derogatory information against him and basically everybody involved in this to try to show that it was just, uh, you know, a bunch of thugs doing something, I guess. So the boycott, it was successful because, like I said, about 75% of the passengers were blacks. So now they were all carpooling or finding another ways to get where they were going and it was causing the city buses to end up losing money. And at this time, there were black taxi drivers who would only charge 10 cents for a ride, which was the same cost as riding the bus. So they could get a taxi and it'd just be them in them, and it'd be the same cost as driving the bus. So word of this ended up getting out, and they were going to find the taxi drivers if they found that they were charging less than 45 cents per ride. So a guy owns a taxi or something, and they're going to fine him for and make him charge uh, a higher rate, which... I don't know. But during this time, the White Citizens Council, they ended up firing back, and they literally fired. They firebombed Martin Luther King's house, and they resorted to other means of violence to squelch the boycott. They were doing some pretty uh, disgusting things that uh, they were doing to try to squelch this boycott. So now King and some of his other uh, boycotters were indicted, stating that they were conspiring to interfere with business. And rather than waiting for the cops to come get them, they went down and turned themselves in, which was, it was actually turned out to be more of an act of defiance. But King ended up getting fined $500 or spent 386 days in jail. But he actually only served two weeks of that. But this brought national attention to the boycott. So with the increased attention across the country, uh, there were more lawsuits created, 
One of the most beneficial lawsuits that came out of this was the Browder versus Gale, which deemed the segregation laws on buses were unconstitutional. And I, it seems like they had already done this back in Virginia, but this one uh, maybe got to the Supreme Court, and so it was nationwide. But the rulings and the boycotts, they even caused more violence, including bombings, lynchings, and shootings. But eventually, uh, victory was received or was achieved, and there was a step forward in the civil rights movement. And I, you know, I applaud these people for doing what they were doing because a lot of this stuff it should have been gone away years and years. It should never happen in the first place, actually. But it should have been gone away years and years before it actually came to this point. And you know, I think it's absurd that this even did have to take place. Racism, like I've stated before, I think it's just plain ignorance. With everything that's gone on recently, it shows that it's still a problem in the United States today. But on the flip side of that, and some people may get kind of angry about this, I think the pendulum is almost swinging too far the other way now, where people are actually apologizing or saying they're ashamed to be white. You remember last summer when we were having all the issues and things like that? There were people walking with like cuffs on their hands and apologizing for being white and things like that. I don't agree with that side either. I mean, we're all created by God and we're all just people. You know, the Constitution or whatever, it says all created by God with certain unalienable rights. You know, everybody came from the same spot. And so we should all be given the same rights. I think everybody should be treated equally. Um, but I know personally in my life there never was any white privilege or any of that type of stuff going on. Everything that I have gotten or was done, I did for myself. So I think a lot of people have the opportunities to do things uh, on both sides of it and don't take advantage of those opportunities. But anyhow, um, that was the Alabama bus boycott. And, you know, I'd like to get your feedback on what you guys thought of this. Um, like I say, I think it was absurd that it had to get to this point where they ended up did end up having to boycott. But I think it was good because it really did kind of seem like justice ended up being served. And um, there were some laws that were made protecting people and trying to get rid of this racial segregation. And... So that's pretty much my thoughts on it. But anyhow, if you uh, get a chance, go out there and follow us on the Facebook page at Podcast from P-Town. Follow me on Instagram at P-Town Podcast. Or send me an email at ptownpodcast 74 at gmail.com. And that's it for this one. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks a lot.